Singles live on the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM. Um, so now we're moving into another section, or talk section, and we have online with us um, Kimberly Davis, no stranger to Singles Live, and she is a certified financial coach and also a certified relationship coach. Um, and so it is a pleasure to have her on with us tonight. Kimberly. Going on. Hi Kim, how are you doing? I am fabulous. Good to have you with us. Um the last time we spoke, I'm gonna say it was in twenty nineteen. It has been a while. It has been a while. Um with the pandemic and us not getting together. Um it has been it has been challenging, but it has also been, there has been some growth. Yes, girl, that and, is the truth. Right. And I have, I've been, I've been watching your profile. I've <laughs> <laughs> been watching your profile on the social media pages. And I must say congratulations on your achievement in becoming so a successful <laughs> financial advisor to quite a number of individuals so we're going to be starting tonight by um by talking about some of the 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 the, the things that really motivates an individual mm. what are some of the the, the 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 motivating factors um that keeps us going on a daily basis wow but before I even get into that, and I realize you're giving me new title, you're telling it, um, I'm a relationship coach. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is prophecy, right? I, I don't even consider myself there yet, but I accept the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a financial coach. <laughs> I'm a life and financial coach. Life, yes, life, life. But the same thing, relationship, same life, thing, same thing. Do with relationship, relationship so, right. You know. But you, 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 you look on, on everyone and not necessarily um, the, the, the romantic or the couple aspect of, of, of our life. So you're a Absolutely. life and financial coach. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Good stuff. So what motivates us? Hmm. I can start by saying so many things. And last night I was listening to... Uh, an interview with T.D. Jakes and uh, Pastor Stephen Furtick and what they spoke about was Drop the Mic, a book that T.D. Jakes is just releasing, Mm -hmm. Drop the Mic. And I have to tell you, I have to pull from that conversation because I needed to hear what he was sharing. And so when you ask what motivates, what and, and as your listeners are in and, and they're there thinking in their own spaces, there are many things that motivate different people. 
people can be motivated to, to, to lose weight, so they have health motivation. People can be motivated to, to build better relationships, you know, to, to get along better with their siblings, to get along better with their spouses, their wives, their husbands. So they ha- can have relationship goals. People can have money goals. You know, they're stressed about money and everything is happening and COVID and they're wondering, you know, how the money thing is going to work out. So they put down some money goals and they say they want to do this and that and, you know, they want to achieve a couple of things where money is concerned. So persons are also motivated by money goals. You have other persons who they have a job, they love their job, they go to their work every day and they're perky. You know, they just want to know, how can I do better in this job? How can I improve myself so when I step in on the job, you know, I bring value. You know, so they're motivated um, by their professional life. You have others who are motivated by simply self-care because they realize that if they don't take care of them first, they're in no position to take care of anybody else. So you have persons who have self-care goals. And what is beautiful about motivation is that you have to have something that's bigger than you, Hmm. pulling you in a certain direction. So even on those days when you feel like you can't step and you can't move and you feel like you're drowning, the goal that you set for yourself is there reminding you that you can do hard things and reminding you of the commitment you made. And because you made that commitment to yourself, then you're going to do whatever you need to do to get the job done. So that's your motivation. That's, that's your, and, and so we talk a lot in coaching about having a big why. Having a reason that is bigger than yourself, that is bigger than this world, that you are going to achieve and, and and so it's not even about the goal that you're achieving. It's more about the person you become in the process of achieving those goals. And so you will find people who come with different levels of motivation, different um, um, focuses um, as to why they're motivated. It all comes back to the individual. And a lot of all of what I've said has nothing to do with anything external of us. We're talking about your internal compass. We're talking about your makeup, your creation. God created you fearfully and wonderfully. And so because you know that, you are, you are motivated to be the best version of yourself that 2021 has ever seen. Mm-hmm. To take you into your next season. Into your next season. I like that. I I, I, I really do um, like that. Um, Persons who find themselves at this particular time because I, I, I say but I say it looking 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 at it from a positive um, angle from a positive mm-hmm. perspective and I wake up each day and I say to myself there has never been a time like this and I'm not looking at it with all the negativities that are happening yes. but that is just me and my um, perception of life and what it holds for me how how as a as a as a as a not only a financial coach but let us look at a family or a life coach how do you as an individual motivate someone who has a negative um perception of life 
okay. themselves and the, 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 their, their surroundings? Wow. That, that one is a powerful question, Anne. And here's what I see. We all came in this world the same, naked, naked and crying, you know? And we've all had a, a different experience with this thing we call life. You have a different background from I do. I have a different background from the persons who are listening to us. And so what you find is that the experiences that we have have shaped us in the people that we are today. And the, some of those experiences have been horrible, have been terrible. Some of those experiences have been bad. Some have had great experiences. So you find people are at different points. And so what I find works is connecting with individuals for where they are mm. and not discounting what they're feeling because people are going to feel based on what they've experienced. And there's no way I can just jump in your life with just with all my positivity and expect that you're just going to take what I say and dismiss the experiences that you've had. And so as coaches, we have to position ourselves or we have to recognize that the people that we're having conversations with, they are humans. They've experienced things. And so it is now for us to, the Bible talks about, and I, and I mentioned the Bible because I am a Christian and I believe in God and I, I believe there's a purpose and there's a role for every single one of us. The Bible talks about being transformed by the renewing of our minds. And so information is important, but even more so, self-worth and self-confidence is important. And so what you find, even in this season, mm. many persons are not surrounded with the information that they need to rebuild a confidence in self that has been broken, that has been damaged um, over the years. It could be a broken relationship. It could be a dysfunctional family. It could be that they fail in business a couple of times and mm -hmm. they don't want to try again. People have to get the hope factor from you as the coach to know that they can. Because, and I can tell you, back in 2014, my, when my business failed and I was depressed, you know, nobody could come and tell me that, you know, it's going to be okay be right, because yeah. I couldn't see that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it took someone to come to me that I never knew, a complete stranger, to come to me and say, Kimberly, you have what it takes. I did not know what that meant at the time. But what I do know, or did know, is that I could not afford to stay in the pain that I was in any longer. And so I held on to the belief that he had of me, and that is what I clinged on to for dear life until I got to the point through coaching, through support, through help, that I could take back that belief for myself and stand on my own. So as coaches, we're not miracle workers or anything. We're just there to say to you that, yeah, man, you've been through a couple of things. We're not diminishing that and we're not taking that away from you. That's your experience. But may, may I challenge us to allow those experiences to become our testimonies 
and to show life and to show people that, listen, I've been through the worst and I'm still here and I'm still standing. And if all of those things didn't get me out of the game, are we talking about dropping the mic? If all of those things didn't make me drop the mic, I'm not about to drop it, no. Mm, powerful. I re- mm. Yeah, I really like that. And and, and, and for me, um, trying to get to help somebody to come out of that, 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 that rut, mm-hmm. to come, to get up and to at least, not even if you can't stand up, but at least to, 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 to make a move, whatever yeah. move that is, not to roll over and die, but to make a move. Because sometimes we, we, we fall on our face, we fall on our backs. Sometimes mm-hmm. we can't get up and stand up straight, but sometimes we have to roll over and attempt to start creeping. And sometimes as, 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 as coaches, as friends, as family, you know, sometimes we have to lay down there with them. Yes. Sometimes we have to lay down with, with them, ball with ball them, with them just and sit down and sometimes not say anything. That, just don't be say anything. There. You're present. Yeah. yeah. So th- that goes to show that your presence, your yes. presence, just being there without yes. even saying a word, it is also a motivational factor. Yes, just to for n- people to see. Because jo- a lot of times mm-hmm. we say things, but what we do is in contradiction to what we're saying. And so when people see that both of those things are aligning, they're seeing your presence, they're experiencing your presence, even if you don't say anything. Mm-hmm. That is more testament to them than anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And coming and, 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 and giving them yeah. quote unquote lip service. A lip service and a bag of advice and, mm-hmm. and saying things like if I were you yes. or how yes. why you don't why why you lid on out mm-hmm. don't this so long, you know, yes. think it's about time you brush off and mm-hmm. get up and move and because you this, this is the culture of Jamaica is that we, we are not emotional people and we feel like being being in that emotional space is a sign of weakness but I want to I want to reaffirm and also affirm that that is the space when we are most powerful when we are able to empathize with others mm-hmm. and let them realize that listen we're in this together we're in this together and mm-hmm. and and we are we're all connected one way or the other but yes. we are connected absolutely absolutely financial goals because we have to look at finances we have to talk about money mm-hmm. this is one this is well we have other things but in terms of getting people in a depressed state um feuds conflicts no wonder people sometimes say which i don't believe that money is the root of all evil but (laughs) the lack thereof Yes. Or having too much thereof can send you in the same direction, you know. It's not only mm-hmm. people without money depressed, you know, but people with too much money we, depressed too. True, yes. So not the money is not the problem, it's the management of the money we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so the money can't be the problem. The money, mm-mm. But how do, at, especially at this um, this point in time, how do we as individuals continue to set financial goals and not find ourselves in a rut or in find ourselves in a state of depression find ourselves not motivated to 
do anything financially because once again we are uncertain we don't have we don't feel like there is any hope hmm. here's one thing i've i've come to realize especially when it comes down to money just the conversation around money people are afraid to have it and the truth is i can't blame them because i've been there i know what that feels like to not have any money to owe the bank, to owe the person, to owe your friend, to owe everybody, and your own phone ringing and you can't answer the phone. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to invest in a business and that investment just completely failed and you're left with that debt over your head and you're trying to figure out where the money coming from to pay it because you're not earning, you're not running a business, you don't have a job. So I've been there. But what is important is recognizing that help is there, support is there, and being willing to ask for help. Money is never the problem by itself, because money money keeps moving. You have it today, you don't have it tomorrow. You come into your position, you do some things with it, you don't have it anymore. The bigger question is, how have we been managing what we've been given? Have we been good stewards? Do we plan our money? Do we budget our money? Do you know where your money is going every single month? When you go to work, how many days out of the month and at the end of the month or fortnight and you get your pay, after your toil and you get that money in your hand, what do you do with it? Where does it go? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, so one is that we're not good. We've not been good managers of the resources that God has placed in our care. And we really need to ask ourselves, how have I been managing my money? Because the amount of money is not the problem. If you're irresponsible with $10,000, you're going to be more irresponsible with a million dollars. It's just that you're going to be a millionaire who is very irresponsible. (laughs) Yeah? And so it's it's not about the amount. It's about the principles that you use and apply to your money to tell your money where to go, what to do. Yes? So, so that's the first thing. We need a plan. You need to have a plan for your money. Where is your money going? Where do your money need to go? Do you have debt? You know, how much debt do you have? How many credit cards do you have? Why do you need three credit cards as opposed to one? Why do you need a credit card? Because if you've been planning for your money properly, you wouldn't need to use a credit card because using a credit card means you don't have the ready cash to cover it. So you're using somebody else's money to pay for something that you can't even afford and you're not sure you'll be able to go and pay back. Yes? So it's a whole conversation about responsibility and you being a good steward. Now, you assess to see, all right, this is where I've been. I have so many debts. I have so many cards. This is what I bring in. You know, this, these are all my obligations. We, can't, we, we talk about the four walls, your food, your housing, your transportation, and which one am I missing? Uh, your utilities. Right? So let's say you get paid at the end of each month. You cover your four walls because you have to live, you have to eat, you need somewhere to sleep. Right? You cover your four walls. But after you cover your four walls, you find that you go online, you go on Amazon, and every single thing you put in your cart <laughs> because you see a little extra in the account. Not thinking that, oh, I could put 5% into savings or, oh, I could put an extra 10% into 
clearing out the debt. So in six months' time, I don't owe nobody. I can better plan my money. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we have to become more responsible. Plan for our money. Tell your money where to go. And remember, it's not about the amount. I like that. If you earn $5, yeah. it's $5. You earn is $5 you're supposed to spend. I like that. And when that $5 finish, you either need to figure out how do I earn some more money? Because what I'm bringing in and what I'm sending out, they're not coming together. Mm-hmm. So what do I need to do to, to get some more money in? And if you think about it, Anne, Jamaicans are very peculiar people. Because we're here in Jamaica, we go to work 9 to 5 and we go home and we sleep. But if we ever take, buy a ticket and go foreign, we do the day job, we do the evening job, we might even do a third job. Because we're hustling when, we, when we're in America, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't have that same mentality when we're here to say, okay, what else can I do? Because I realize that I need to start earning some more. So all of these are conversations that we have in financial planning. You know, I just launched my financial wellness program, Three Steps to Lifestyle, Freedom and Significance. And all of these are stuff that we go through within that that financial wellness program. So I'm just excited to share this information with everybody and anybody who is willing to make a decision, make a commitment to yourself, to your family, to the legacy that you want to build. You know, and we create a plan and we work that plan to get you to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I was asked something that you said, um, Kimberly, that really um, caught my attention. And it's what you said about your money. It's almost like your money is almost like your emotion. You are in control of it. It's not in control of you. Absolutely. And, 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 and a lot of individuals, a lot of us, it's almost like we, we're not in control of how we spend our money. We spend um, our money um, on emotional whims and fancies. Yes, because and we want to post a picture on Instagram. And my friend did go here so for vacation. And she went and bought this bag. And I want to look like my neighbor that I don't even like. And, and then this comparison syndrome. <laughs> So what you find is that the person who was earning 10000 a month trying to live like the person who is earning 100000 a month. Some problem going to come in at some point, I think. <laughs> and then you, you have, you have you, 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 yes, we understand that maybe those persons who are earning a particular um, salary can afford to allow themselves to spend on emotions but mm-hmm. then you have another set of, of 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 jamaicans and they'll say kim you can talk anything you talk, want talking you know, because i when i go to work at the end of the week i am only getting say eight thousand dollars for the whole entire week i have the two pitney them to take care of i cannot manage I cannot, I, I, I don't know how to set a financial goal here um, based on my job and the availability of jobs, especially during this pandemic. There's no way for me to find any work anywhere else. Hmm. You understand? How do, how, what do you say 
to these individuals who cannot get a break. Dre and I spoke about this earlier before we started the conversation. You can't get a break financially. Mm-hmm. What do how, how what do you say to these individuals? It's like they are hopeless. Then yeah. try to turn the eight thousand dollar upside down, shake it out, stretch it, do everything with it, but they just cannot get a financial break. Hmm. So here's here's what I can say to that. We are accustomed to this microwave society, and we don't want to invest the time to improve ourselves so that we become more marketable. That's one. And the other thing, too, is that if I'm if I'm earning $8,000 a month and I realize, Judge, it's not work out. Like, I have to do something else. I have to go figure out another way. I don't seek out for people who can steer me in, a, in the right direction. What I do is I go back home and I talk to the family member or the friend and when me and them must struggle with the same $8,000 and I take advice from those people and it's whatever they say is gospel. And mm. so what you find is that now myself and everybody around me singing the same song which we can't earn no more, things hard, do 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 everything. We're in a COVID period you now where lots of people have lost jobs, you know, businesses have closed, so it's rough all around. I started a new business in, I started a hustle during COVID when everybody was saying, oh my God, it's, the, the sky is going to fall. And if you look around, how many new businesses and new ideas have come about even since COVID? So what you find, one person, one person on one hand saying, Lord, it's rough, da, 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 and another person on the other hand saying, come on, COVID, thank you for all this opportunity that you've brought to me. It comes back to perspective. It comes back to mindset. You are transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you think this is the end, it is going to be the end. If you think you can't do it, you're very right. You can't do it. If you think you're not going to find an opportunity or another job that pays you better, you are right. If you think you can't improve on yourself, you are very right. So whatever you think in your heart and your mind, that is what you're going to manifest. And I and I know this might sound airy-fairy to persons, but the truth is, We've been doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting the results to be different. And from what I gather, it don't work like that. You have to be willing to bet on yourself. You have to be willing to trust. Because God no make no mistake. When he was, I remember the parable of the talents, where one guy gets um, five, one get ten, one get one. And the one that got one talent, he carried it back to God and said, boy, God, Hmm, I was afraid. I couldn't do anything with this because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. What did God do? Take it from him and give it to the man who have 10. And, and we always sit back and say, oh, the rich people are always getting richer. And this, these, these set of people are always getting. But they are willing to bet on themselves. And they are willing to take the risk that we are not taking. 
And so when we see them um, prospering and we see things happening and we see new businesses coming, we still sit in our corners and say it can't be done. And we look on people who are doing it and figure they are superhumans. Mm-hmm. Kim, can you hold that thought? It is now 10.32 on the clock. We're going to take a short break and come right back. Angie Angel is saying, true, Kimberly. Um, Shay48 is saying, so true, Kim. And they are absolutely so right. But we're going to take a break. Lady P says one has to have faith in themselves. Oh, yeah. One absolutely. has to have faith. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these few yeah. messages. Singles Live on the Nation School at 297FM, Motivational Thursday. Before we go back into our conversation, this segment is brought to you by Evergrow Garden Center. When you want it to grow, call the pro. They are the experts located at 12 South Avenue in Kingston. Let them help you master your home gardening skills and nurture. Beautiful, healthy plants is the perfect way to de-stress while you mold that gift of the green thumb and encourage the love of nature in your family and remember you can call them up at 876-906-9916 or 876-906-9160 you can also follow them on their facebook and instagram pages back into the conversation with kimberly davis life and financial coach not only life and financial coach certified let me let me not let me make sure i put that in a certified life and financial coach kim are you there i'm here yes I'm here. yes great so we were looking at how persons manage their money yes how persons um need to be motivated to get out of a financial rut Yes. How persons, what, what what persons really and truly need to do to ensure that they are moving out of this 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 financial rot, this depressive state, uh, and it's something that you 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 mentioned before we took the break. Um, it is important to surround yourselves with individuals that can lift you. Up individuals yeah. that can enhance your life and something that you mentioned you may not have delved into that in 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 detail but when you go and you seek financial advice or the lack thereof from somebody in the same position who is who don't have no clue uh as to how to get out of that particular position persons like-minded individuals who have been doing the same thing over and over and over again placing also some what some of the things that we do as individuals is to place emphasis um on the wrong thing as and i'm going to throw this in as black people we tend to place emphasis on the wrong things and we look at financial growth as 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 buying a, 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 a 
posh car off of the lot and yes. two months later you know have nothing to show you don't live anywhere you have not established a business something that you said um in your outline you know how you have not established a legacy Mm. You understand, Dre? We know we don't love to establish legacy. We love the pretty, the flashy yes, things flashy. and the fancy things. And so we don't invest. We don't invest in ourselves. We don't invest um, in, 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 in our legacy. And when we talk about investing, and I'm not talking about the, the, the hair and the nails and the flashy car and the yes. phones and the skirts and the dress. No, that is not, that is not investing in oneself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a, it's a problem for us as, 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 as a people. For us as a people, we don't invest enough to create legacies we don't even think about legacy no we don't <laughs> we don't even reach there so 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 we, we're talking about a plan so first thing we need a plan right because if you're building a house you can't start building out until you finish it on paper yeah so you need a plan and then we talk about the surroundings the people you're surrounding yourself with are they supporting the goals that you've set for yourself because the truth is, if you continue, if you if you ad, ad assess the, the five people that you spend the most time with, what value do they bring to you? How do they uh, push you? How do they encourage you to become the best version of you? Mm -hmm. If they don't do that, what purpose them serving in your life? So when you do your assessment and you see who is around you, because if you just come here to eat and sleep and, and go up toilet and, 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 and take each day as it comes what would have been the purpose for you being here yeah. it all comes down to what life are you living how are people being impacted by you being here so when you talk about legacy we're not talking about no and you're right because we are trained and we are cultured you know you leave school leave college you know, you get a job, you have to go to the car mart and you have to get an expensive car. You have to wear nice clothes, you have to have the latest phone and you get your pay at the end of the month. And as you start working, you realize all your money is going out into debt because you take on a lifestyle that you really don't need to take on. Why we need the latest version of this car? Why are we paying eighty, ninety thousand dollars for a car loan? Hmm. And we don't have any money. We're not putting aside. If an emergency come up, if, mm -hmm. if a Murphy, you know, the law that says if something will go wrong, it's going to go wrong. If something happens, if you have an emergency, what's going to happen to you? Well, we Where saw, is your money? Have saw. you put some money mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. just in case you get a Murphy visit? So we don't think about those things. All we think about is working, paying, buying clothes, um, getting the nice car, you know, and, and we just, we just are cut and go through without thinking that in, if you're 25, in 10 years, you're going to be 35. In another 10 years, you're going to be 45. And you're going to look back and say, what have I done? And even persons who are listening to me right now, you can think how much money have you have come into your hands in your lifetime? What have you done with it? Can you look back and say, oh, I have a child and my child is taken care of. Their education is sorted out. 
I'm putting things in place just in case I'm not here. Everything is in place for them. I have insurance. You know, I've covered the, emerg- the, the emergency fund. So if something comes up and I'm not away from my work from, for six months, I'm covered. I don't have to go to my credit card. But we have, we have cultured ourselves to run to the credit card when we have an emergency. And the credit card is not your money. It's not my money. So when you use a credit card, it puts you under additional pressure now because if you don't pay it back and pay off everything one time, and that's another story because when we're getting these credit cards, when I just left um, high school and going into work, I got two credit cards and nobody told me how to manage these cards. Mm-hmm. So I just went about swiping, 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 <laughs> buying this, buying that, going until I get the bill and the card maxed out. And I'm like, oh, wow. And then it's going to take me two years to pay off that credit card. And woe unto me if I just pay the minimum amount. It's going to take me five years for Mm -hmm. things that I bought that I didn't even need. And so it comes back to having a plan, surrounding yourself with the right support that you need. Because this is not a one-man show. You're not going to be able to do it alone. If you could have done it alone, you would have done it already. Support yourself with the right people and be committed to the process. Because this is not a microwave kind of fix. It's not going to fix in six in six months. You have been doing this for 33 years, for 35 years, for 40 years you have been in discipline. Don't expect a miracle where somebody's going to come. You're going to get a coach and all of your problems will be sorted out in six months. Nobody can guarantee you that. True that. On the on the subject of motivation, because every time I look up on the the, the, the clock on the wall, I, I, boy, dread, it's like time is really really moving fast. Um, you mentioned something about starting with the sermon within you, or the sermon starts within you. Mm. Explain that to me. We all have, God has given every single one of us that inner voice and that inner need and that, and that will and that purpose that we need to fulfill. And so how we fulfill our, our, our calling is to achieve the goals that we've set out for ourselves. And those goals must be bigger than you and I. We're not talking about getting a car or getting a house. We're talking about purpose goals. And so when you're, when you are led by your internal compass, even if everything external of you is in turmoil, your internal compass, your internal goal, your dreams, your aspirations are still pushing you to push past all the negativity, all the failures, all the delays, all the setbacks, because you know you're not going to be comfortable until this happens until you you create legacy for your family until you know you start encouraging those people that God put in your hands and put in your care you know until you start speaking life into people's life purposefully so what is your purpose why are you here are you just here for show and then you're gone or are you here to leave a legacy 
for your children's children that when they look back and they say, Anne was here, you know, DJ was here, Kimberly was here, and this is the difference that Kimberly made. That is what it is all about. Mm-hmm. You living, you outliving yourself is what that is. For you having something that's bigger, that's greater than you, that continues to pull you to become the best version of you. Of you. That wakes you up every morning. That wakes you up, you up every yes. morning, irrespective of what is happening. That thing, yes. that, that thing that drives you, that wakes you up every morning, even when you don't feel like it. There's just thing that says, no man. One, yes. one, one, one step, one foot in front one of the... One step at a time. One step at a time. But you know time. also what purpose will do for you, Anne? It will, it will deduct everything and everyone from your life that does not fit or does not serve that bigger purpose. So you need to be asking yourself on a daily basis, does this person contribute to my bigger purpose, to my bigger goal? And if your answer is no, you don't need to be spending your time with them. Mm-hmm. 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 Gratitude. And, and mm. I've always said this, an attitude of gratitude. Yes. So when we talk about motivation and, and the things that drives us to be motivated, an attitude of gratitude, that is almost like when you, when you have a, a motor vehicle, you have the motor vehicle already now because you have the motivation already, but yes. sometimes you need a little push sometimes you need a little if you're a, like you you know you have a kind of little a little service in a little tune up to move forward and an yes. attitude i'm going to say this an attitude of gratitude helps to motivate you when you need it most yes and and here's what it does be present to what is in your cup mm-hmm. is what that is saying because we can sit at the table and we can argue and say, my glass is half full. This one can say the glass is half empty. This one can say the glass is quarter. But you know what gratitude will say? Thankful that I actually have a glass. And that even if it was a tip of water in the glass, I have something in my glass. And everyone has something in our glass. Because everyone came here with purpose. And so if we recognize that every single day is a gift, then we wouldn't be ungrateful for stuff. You would wake up and you jump out of bed and the fact that you can take a deep breath, you, you ought to be grateful. Because the truth is, you can't really stop your breath by yourself. Even if you, you try to stop your breath for a couple of minutes, your body naturally fights back. So that's not your role. So when you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes, you jump off the bed, you realize that you never drop. So you stand up and you two foot them. You know, your limbs are in proper working order. You can hear, you can see, you can smell, you can taste. You can freely move your limbs. Listen to me. That is where it starts. And if you can be grateful for those small things, if you can be grateful that you have a cup, as opposed to whether it's half full of or half empty, no matter because it's what you do with what is in your cup that's going to make the difference for you. And so I want to encourage the listeners tonight, you have something to be grateful for. As bad as you think things have been, 
as much as COVID come and test your faith, listen, you are still standing. So you can't drop the mic now. You can't throw in the towel and say, this is it. I, I'm done. I'm tired. I can't go through this again. I'm, you, can't, you don't have the option to do that because you're still here. And you are still here, meaning that there's still something that you can do. And you just need to open yourself up to the possibilities and trust your process. Because our processes are very different. But you have to be willing to say, I trust the process. And I'm grateful that I'm here to be in the process. And so whatever God wants to do in and through me, boss, take it over, do your thing. Me just glad so you're true with me. As we're getting ready to, to wrap things up, um, power, we're going to, let me just touch on that. We look at um, persons are motivated um, to push forward because of health, relationship, money, self-care, business, to create a legacy. They're also motivated by their work or their job. Um, persons we find are motivated maybe now more than ever by power the power to control another human being the mm. power to use they want to have power to use and abuse yeah. and so they are motivated to you can believe this they are motivated to achieve power to do with to do negative mm -hmm. they are motivated by power so you ask them what do you want to do what do you want to be what is your legacy i they're not going to say to you and they may use several different methods they may use money they may use their money mm -hmm. to achieve this power and so you may think that oh i'm motivated by money but it's not the money that they're motivated by it's yeah. because money is power yeah. and so you find that individuals it does not have to be the man with a lot of money it doesn't have to be the woman with a lot of money but there are individuals who are motivated by power and the power to control and they mm -hmm. are in all let me say all from Dondeso to all the way up to the top um, mm -hmm. of our societies, both here, there, yes. and everywhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. Here's the beautiful thing about that. Yes, there are those individuals who only want, they just want power because they figure that power is going to make them into who they want to be. If that's who they choose to be, that's fine. But the fact is that we all have a responsibility for ourselves. And while I can't tell you what to do and, and, and force you to do anything, and you have a choice. And so the only safe space, and you know where the, all of that starts in the mind. Mm -hmm. And so the only safe space in, your, in the confines of yourself is your mind. And so I have made a decision not to allow anyone 
to take up real estate in my mind to the point where they are telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. How God give me the responsibility to be a steward over myself and I'm going to throw that responsibility onto someone else and let them dictate what I do, how I do, when I do, why I do. No! That can't work. And so we have given away our power to people who are powerless and unable to handle that responsibility. And then when they fail us, when they mistreat us, then we go back and say, oh, it was their fault. No, it wasn't their fault. We gave them permission. And so I want to call the listeners tonight to take back ownership of the temple that you have been stewarding over it's your body it's your mind why are you allowing people real estate to dictate to you how you live your life Mm -hmm. i'm just saying and we're just (laughs) listening (laughs) and we're just listening we're saying "Uh uh-huh uh-huh Let me just do this, Kim, before we wrap things up inside this segment. And, of course, this segment is brought to you by our friends at Evergrow Garden Center. Remember, as Jamaicans, we must continue our efforts to grow what we eat and eat what we grow. And Evergrow is the ultimate one-stop shop where you can get everything for your farming, gardening, and growing needs. You can call them at 876-906-9916 or 876-906-9160 for details life financial coach if there was one bit of advice even though you know we make suggestions we don't really throw out advice like that we suggest and we give people options but if there's one thing that you'd want to say to our listeners, an individual who is listening, may run into cool tonight and buck up. You do have yeah. those individuals um, yeah. that buck up into our conversation. In terms of whether it is, you can choose where you're going to go, whether it is financial, spiritual, um, growth, um or um family anything that yeah. motivates you um mm-hmm. what would what would you say for you kim is your biggest motivator what what keeps kim going hmm. wow what keeps kim going going yes is that I want my soul to dance. I want to be able to touch lives from wherever in the world they are. I want to be able to speak hope and peace and joy to every single person I come in contact with because you have something amazing that this world needs. And maybe it's just that one conversation that you're going to have with me that's going to turn around. Just as I had one conversation with a gentleman who said to me, you have what it takes. 
I want my soul to dance in such a way that when I speak life to you, you you immediately feel the impact and you get my confidence. Even if you don't have it now, it's going to grow on you because I'm not going to let it go until you take it back from me. So that's my motivation in serving, in making a difference, life coaching, financial coaching, you know, just people finding themselves again. Just people being able to, to, to access peace of mind and a joy and a contentment and clarity mm-hmm. that they've never seen in years. I just want my soul to dance. Good job. And I thank you so much. Uh, your website, your website info for those persons who want to log on, whether it's your Facebook page or your Instagram page. Where can Kimberly we... K. Davis. Facebook or Instagram Mm -hmm. and they can call me at 876-544-9859. That's 876-544-9859. On Facebook, it's Kimberly K. Davis for my page. And then on Instagram, Kimberly underscore K underscore Davis. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, our listeners who are listening, whenever they want to find an individual that has been on the show, they know where to. They know where to call. They, they there know, you they, go. They know where to reach me. <laughs> Kim, I I really appreciate, and I thank you so so much. I know that there's someone out there who needed that little, that little push, that little drive, that that yes. that, 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 that 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 motivation to get up. Yes. and do something do thank something. you so much as well and for the opportunity absolutely grateful and continue to do what you're doing continue to grow continue to shine and uh, continue to represent our divine creator our lord and savior awesome. yeah i shall yes awesome. awesome awesome stuff Thank awesome. you. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much, Kim. All and, right, and, and, you. and I can't wait for the day to arrive when we can sit down face to face and know, right? and have some good conversations. Looking forward. All right. Take care. All right. Night night. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM. So there you have it, our talk segment for tonight. want to say thank you so much to Evergrow Garden Center. Evergrow Garden Center, you know, their friendly staff is there to help you with everything you need for your beautiful home gardens. You can also get your ceramic pots, fertilizers, plants, and seedlings. You can also get your greenhouse structures and so much more. Remember to like them on their Facebook page at Evergrow Garden Center and also on their Instagram page at Evergrow Garden Center. And you can join us next week for another informative, uplifting conversation. I think next week sounds like the last... It's the last Thursday of the month. Yes, it will be. And next week... If my memory serves me right, we have a series to continue. Um, and we're going to be talking to Tahuti Matt. And I think next week, the last conversation that we had with him, I think we looked on diabetes. And now next week, we're going to be moving into hypertension. Okay. 
Were you here with the diabetes? Um, yes. So we're moving into hypertension. So we're going to be looking at um, the non-communicable diseases and how you can um, change your diet and your lifestyle to prevent or to control. So that's what we'll be doing next week, Thursday, inside Singles Live. I want to say thank you so much to... Regency Petroleum and Evergrow Garden Center. Cool 97. Radio.